This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 277 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, the 2014 Rose Parade. Please support our sponsors as they make the show possible. Our sponsors this week are Kentucky Performance Products, Equisketch, and Road to the Horse. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network well, howdy, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are so excited to be bringing you our annual Rose Parade episode today. It's something that Helena and I look forward to every single year. I am really excited. And every year I sit in front of my television and I wave to people who couldn't possibly know that I'm waving at <laughs> <That's> them. <right. laughs> but I do it anyway. That's right, because we've talked to most of them now. Over the past uh, five or six years we've been doing this, we've talked to a lot of the groups that are in the parade. And every year they, they have some new groups and every year they have some groups that uh, they bring back. Uh, they do, and it's a big deal to be invited to the Rose Parade. It's a very big deal, and um, you know, it's watching them come around the corner as the as the television cameras capture that critical moment. It it gives a whole new meaning to what we're watching on television, knowing what these people and their horses do to prepare for that five seconds of camera time. Yeah, they, they, uh, there's a lot of work and effort that goes into everything that's involved with this. And of course, something else we're going to talk about today is Equist Fest, which is uh, presented by Wells Fargo that happens a couple days before. It happens on December the 29th at the uh, Coliseum, where is it? At the Los Angeles Equestrian Center. And it's a show that's put on by all of the participants in the parade come out and they put on a show for people who want to come out and watch. And that's very inexpensive. It's like 15 bucks to go watch that uh, that presentation. And you get to see all of the people who are going to be in the parade, all the equestrian groups ahead of time. So that's kind of cool. If we lived in that area, I'd definitely be seeing that every year. Yeah, you yeah. and me both. <laughs> now, you're kind of excited for a reason today. And, and well, let's talk a little bit about who we have coming up on the show today. We have Jeanette uh, Collier, who is the staff liaison to the Tournament of Roses Parade. She is here representing the Tournament of Roses uh, Committee. And she's going to be talking to us a little bit about everything from their end, from the parade end. And then we have a regular guest who we've had on every year and who are good friends of the Horse Radio Network, and that's uh, Trish with the all-American cowgirl chicks, and who knows who she's going to have show up. Sadie usually joins her, who is her daughter, and Sadie is a real sweetheart who's been with the, the group for many, many years now, Yeah, and they've been in the parade for many, many years, and she's going to be on later in the show, but we have a new group we're going to talk to, and you're excited about this one. 
I'm super excited. Yes, we're going to have Leslie Foxbog on with us. She's from the Calzona Appaloosa Horse Club, and she's going to tell us about the appies that are going to be in the parade this year. We're going to talk a little bit about the breed, which I'm particularly excited about because, as many of you know, I am the proud owner of an Appaloosa Um Brody, just Brody. Um, yeah, he well, doesn't I have sh- one of those big, long Appaloosa names. He, no, no, no. I, I, I gave him a, a name from a movie. Um, you know, the, Is that I where had that some, came from? No, no. His, the, well, he his name was Brody. Okay. And I am now officially a, a horse freak, so I, I don't want to change his name because that's bad luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I wanted, so I had to leave it as Brody. So then I had to give him an official name that somehow worked with the name he came with. So his official name, which has absolutely nothing to do with Appaloosa's, is um, Bad Hat Harry, <laughs> which comes from the movie Jaws. Yes, it does. That's some bad hat, Harry, is the line the Chief Brody says in the movie. Oh, that's a good correlation there. Boy, you worked at that one. Well, it's my favorite movie of all time. And so I'm I'm just constantly going around pulling quotes out of Jaws. So <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> God, that movie's like 40 years old now, isn't it? And I'll tell you what, if anybody could take me out shark hunting, it would be Brody. (laughs) (laughs) He can go fox hunting and he can go shark hunting. Is he still alive? Who? Who played Uh, Brody? Roy Schreider? Yeah, I guess he's still alive. No, he just died. Oh, did he? Yeah, I know. I was really bummed out about that. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't know if he was still alive or not. I knew he had to be getting up there. No, he, uh, well, I, I don't think he just, I don't think he died from, as Grace says, oldness. Um, <laughs> I think he had something. <laughs> That's what she says. Oldness. oldness. Yeah, uh, yeah he was only 75. He said he had. Um, oh, he did, 75. Yeah, 75. Yeah. I knew he had to be because he was like in his 40s maybe when that movie was made. I mean, yeah, but 75 is young these days. It's like, you, you know, it, you get it like. I don't even say, oh, yeah, someone's had, old until they're like in their jaws name. chasing them around. I mean, you know, that takes a few years off. Yeah, or just being in Hollywood <laughs> will take a few years off. Even though it looks like you got, they give you years, they actually take years away. Well, this will be fun. So we're going to be talking to all of these people about the Rose Parade here coming up in just a minute. We've actually, we're going to waive uh, doing Attack and Habit product. We did a whole show on product last week. Uh, if you missed it, go back and check out our last episode that we put out over Thanksgiving week. We did the Equestrian Collections, what, fifth annual uh, buyer guide. So if you missed that, go check that out. Uh, but this week, it's all about the Rose Parade. So why don't we get started with Jeanette Collier. Uh, who works for the Tournament of Roses Committee. Well, hi, Jeanette. Thank you so much for joining us this year and representing the committee and, and uh, all of the people over at the Rose Parade. We appreciate you being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. Now, is this your first year helping out with the equestrian side of things? No, actually, I've been with the Tournament of Roses for 19 seasons now. Oh, wow. Okay. You're, you're, you're an experienced uh, white coat then at this point. 
I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us this year what we what we can expect a little bit different or, you know, what's going on as far as the equestrian side of the things are concerned. We are very excited uh seeing as that the equestrian units are the root of the Rose Parade and how we started back in 1890 with our first Tournament of Roses, uh, the Valley Hunt Club. And we have an exciting lineup of groups this year. We have 16 exceptional groups, including the Budweiser Clydesdales. That's something different. We haven't had them for a while, so we're excited to have them back. Something you very seldom see uh, anywhere is the Budweiser Clydesdales in the same parade as the Wells Fargo group of the of the quarter horses. You very seldom see them in the same place. Exactly. And this year, instead of what spectators are used to seeing them pulling the St. Louis float, they are actually highlighted as an equestrian unit. And they will be carrying our Tournament of Roses president, Scott Jenkins. Oh, is that right? Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Very good. And now I'm looking at the list here, and I see some of the regulars. We, you know, we're going to have on later in the show Trish and uh, Trish from the All American Cowgirl Chicks. Uh, we're going to have them on a little bit later in the show, and I know they've been doing this for years and years and years. Uh, we're also going to have on the Caledonia Appaloosa Horse Club, and I believe they've been doing it for years too, haven't they? Yes, they have. In fact, if you haven't seen the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, you definitely want to tune into RFD TV and watch their equestrian fest show. Uh, their riding skills and trick riding are amazing. Um, those girls can do what uh, I've seen no other group do. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. And then the Appaloosa Club, we're going to have them on later. This will be the first time we talk to them, but I know they've been in the parade. I'm looking for who might be new this year. Are there any, are there any new groups? Um, for the first time, we have the Norwegian Fjord Horse, and that breed is just uh, recently being introduced to the United States. Uh, they are more of a stocky-looking uh, horse, uh, beige in color, and um, have white strips on the yep. side of their mane. And what makes them very distinct is down the sides of the white on their mane is a black strip, um, which almost makes it look like a mohawk. But uh, the horse is very strong, and we're exciting. Or it's very exciting to see them in the parade. Um, they're actually known for ice sled racing. <laughs> yep, that's right. And then uh, they also drive. They drive and ride. Are, are there going to be both, you think, in, in their unit? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, there will be. So um, we're excited that they're going to introduce the breed on January 1st. And there's, um, there's actually a, a complimentary event that goes along with the actual parade itself called the Equest Fest. I'm imagining that a lot of these breeds and, and these um, equestrian groups will be featured there as well. Can you tell us a little bit about Equest Fest? Yes, Equest Fest is a showcase of all of the equestrian units in the parade. Obviously, down the parade route, they're very limited on what they can show um, and do in terms of maneuvering and quadrille um, and any kind of interspacing. So Equest Fest lets them highlight what they do best, and it is a show over at the Los Angeles Equestrian Center, and that will be on December 29th uh, from noon to 2. And they will get a glimpse of all of the equestrian units plus a couple bonuses and uh, get to see all of them strut their stuff. 
Well, now, uh, I know that that's always a big show, and, and it's a, a heck of a lot of fun. Um, and that that is a kind of a lead-up. It gets everybody warmed up and ready to head out to the highway at uh, some god hour and get lined up for the parade, <laughs> which is another thing that the equestrian unit— that that people don't realize the equestrian units have to do. It's not something that they show up at seven o'clock in the morning, get lined up, and go. You're there the night before, and and uh, I know that one of the things that you guys really do uh, take into consideration is uh, safety. And we actually had on our horsemanship radio show uh, the one farrier who's been uh, Master Farrier Ada Gates, who's been involved with the parade for years and years and years, making sure the horses are sound and that kind of thing. You guys put a lot of emphasis on that. Yes, definitely. Safety is our number one uh, priority and what we strive uh, to accomplish. All of the groups are checked by our farriers. Ada Gates is an amazing lady who's been doing this for many, many years, a pioneer in her field, especially as a woman. Um, We have all of the equestrian units staged the night before. So all of the groups come in by 8 p.m. on the 31st. They spend the night uh, in an underpass on a freeway actually um, until parade morning and all of them are lined up and ready to go about two hours before they step onto Colorado Boulevard. So they're they're lined up two hours ahead of time and the parade is three hours so they're they're in they're in their saddles or you know getting ready uh, having to be on quote unquote for five hours. Uh, Yes, roughly uh, five to six hours, because even though uh, the parade route is five and a half, there's about five and a half miles, that is, there's about a mile um, on either side, the staging and the post parade area, before they can actually get off their mounts and rest for the rest of the day. This sounded like a lot of work, Alina. Yeah. Like, something you don't really like. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be volunteering for this one anytime soon. <laughs> you're, you make and a better remember. spectator. Yeah, I think I'd, yeah, I, I could do you're the announcing. You're a good announcing. cheerleader. Yeah. That, <laughs> you can do that for a shorter period of time in a comfy seat. Um, <laughs> with, with no potty breaks. Exactly. Oh, see, that's the other thing that would mess I me up. That. It'd be like, I can't go three hours without going to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I never thought about that. You're right. Yeah, we uh, have the groups make sure that they're very hydrated the day before, where they're taking in a lot of electrolytes, a lot of fluid. And not so hydrated that day. That day. Not <laughs> hydrated that day, especially not with a lot of coffee in those early morning hours. Oh, that's rough. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. true of everybody that's in the parade, I guess, right? Bands and all that that's- stuff. Definitely true. Our bands and our float riders. So that's where uh, something like Depends may come in handy. So, so <laughs> Don't laugh. It's true, though. You, you do what you got to do. So I was picturing that there's a section that nobody sees on TV that's just lined with porta-potties about halfway down that nobody sees, that then everybody just breaks off and comes back together. I guess that doesn't happen, huh? Well, we do have a, a lineup of porta potties just before they step off onto Orange Grove off of Del Mar. It's their last potty break stop where they can <laughs> go ahead and uh, use that porta potty because they're not going to see one for the next uh, about three hours. <laughs> I'd never be able to do this. Uh, I guess I'll have to cross it off my bucket list. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. 
it's a very oiled, very well oiled machine. But the equestrian units, they're so excited. I think adrenaline takes them throughout the parade route. There's nearly a million spectators that line Colorado and Orange Grove. And um, I think the excitement takes them through. So I think you'd be able to do it. Now, who covers it as far as TV coverage this year? Well, we have uh, several different uh, networks, all the major networks, also our cable channels uh, covered as well, Travel, Hallmark Channel. Um, so it's, it, and obviously locally, KTLA uh, covers it as well. So we have a broad partnership of... of um, and of course, doesn't HGTV usually do coverage every year because they're talking about the flowers all the time? Definitely. HGTV, yep. they do an in-depth coverage of the behind-the-scenes of all of the units, and they do pre-parade interviews, which is great. A lot of them do highlight the equestrian units' pre-parade coverage. Yeah. Well, this is very exciting. We're very, we're, we can't wait. We watch it every year, and we obviously we're looking for the equestrian units every year, and we're so excited to see the group that you have put together for this year. And we hope everybody has a very safe and uh, happy parade and that the weather is beautiful. Well, we have ordered wonderful weather for sunny Southern California, so we don't want to hear the R word. But uh, thank you definitely for having me on behalf of Dr. Stacy Hauser and the Equestrian Committee. We're very excited. Well, congratulations again. We'll look forward to seeing you. Thank you. Have a safe ride. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Have you heard of a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a type of probiotic that benefits your horse's digestive tract. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it works in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of the enzymes found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that may lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advanced contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Up next, we have Leslie Foxvogue of the Calizona Appaloosa Horse Club. Leslie knows all things about Appaloosas, um, but in particular, she's going to talk to us about the Calizona Appaloosa Horse Club and their participation in this year's Rose Parade. So welcome to Leslie. Welcome to the show. Tell us all about the Appies and how amazing they're going to be in the parade this year. Oh, uh, well, we're excited. This is our uh, third appearance. We've uh, been in the parade in 2010 and 2012, and we're honored to be uh, one of the 
16 or 17 equestrian groups in this year's um, upcoming uh, 2014 Tournament of Roses Parade. Our uh, group is centered on um, celebrating the Native American Indian traditions of the horse parade, and we wear uh, the uh, Native American Indian uh, traditional regalia, trappings, um, all hand-beaded, um, colorful, that um, are the tradition of the Nez Pierce primarily, as they're the ones that um, their dreams came true with the fruition of the breed, and, and, and we're trying to carry their dreams forward. And we believe as Calzona and across the United States, there's a wide um, Appaloosa enthusiast, um, let's say congregation, if you will, or group that uh, makes sure that the Appaloosa stays in the forefront of the equestrian industry. Is that the mission of the group, is to promote the breed and its uses? Um, That's one of the, just the, the club's collection mission. of enthusiasts. Sure. We want to share the Appaloosa with uh, not only the public, but within ourselves, and um, but just making sure that the breed uh, grows and, and continues to be one of the, the leading breeds, along with the quarter horse and the Arabians and thoroughbreds. But it's an interesting breed. It's family-oriented, versatile. Uh, the Appaloosa can do many things. You know, we're not just uh, a Western cowboy ranch horse. Um, we have hunters. We have jumpers and dressage and trail and mounted shooting. I mean, the Appaloosa can do anything you ask it to. Well, this is a, that's a really good point because, um, I've always associated the Appaloosa breed with the coat pattern and, um, obviously with the quarter horse stock and I, I know nothing about bloodlines and breeding, but, uh, as a lay person, I've always associated the breed with their coat pattern, not really giving much credit to their disposition. But now having one at home and have fallen hopelessly and madly in love with him, uh, I, I do often wonder if uh, the Appaloosa's disposition goes along with um, you know, the gene pool that also creates their beautiful coat patterns. Tell us a little bit about their disposition and how that makes them so versatile. Well, the Nez Pierce you know, fell in love not only with their uh, spotted coat pattern and selectively bred for it, but documentation and history also cites that they uh, thoroughly enjoyed the disposition um, and all of the different uses and that that's how they won some of their battles were because of their very talented horses. Uh, when you read that in some of the historical literature. Um, and further on, in 1938, a group of horsemen got together and founded the Appaloosa breed and founded the breed registry. So there were particular stallions <coughs> that were chosen as the originators in the um, stallion registry that you know, more or less founded what we know today as the breed. So those lineages have carried through uh, to the Appaloosa and throughout the registry, and all the horses that are registered can be traced back some way or another to these founding stallions. But uh, I enjoy the breed because it uh, is great with kids. Uh, it, it's very talented. They're personable. If you ever get in a sticky situation, they are patient, um, sometimes, you know, out there in the world, 
people feel the Appaloosas are a stubborn breed or, or for some reason that seems to be the perception when you, when you talk to some people in, at, let's say, an expo. But um, there's always exceptions to the rule, so there could be one or two that might be stubborn. But in general, they are a well-rounded and very versatile and very soft, um, I, I like to say soft-minded breed. Um, and, and that's what we love about their the Appaloosa horse, besides their coat pattern. I'd, I'd have to say that as you're, you're using these adjectives to, des- to describe the breed, I, I'm getting really excited and I have to like keep my mouth shut because so many of the, those descriptive words are true. The soft-mindedness, um, the patience, which could be construed as stubbornness. It's really, they are thinking horse, or at least mine is, um, but he's a patiently thinking horse. I can see how they would in general be great for getting out of sticky situations. Um, I, I, yeah, I think. Um, well, they're going to have to be patient to put up with all the crap you guys put all over them. My <laughs> goodness. Jeez. That is so, that is so true. Um, we just finished uh, uh, this past weekend, Sunday, Sunday night. We were in one of the next most famous parades. We were in the Hollywood Christmas Parade and went uh, for a ride about uh, three and a half miles. Is that your warm-up? Is that your warm-up for Rose Well, it parade? was our first time in this parade. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it being at night, it was uh, very different for all of us. Uh, the horses, again, we couldn't have been prouder. And, and we're able to take these horses not only across a red carpet or through flash bulbs and bright lights and the hoops and hollers of the crowd, but you think on a trail ride, you have to go over through, you know, logs, very tight circumstances. I mean, I trail ride with all of my show horses. So I take my show horses not only through parades, but through trail rides and um, lots of different obstacles. And they just have the the patience and they enjoy it. You know, that's the other thing I, I like about the breed is they they seem to enjoy what they're doing. You know, not that other breeds don't. I, I'm not, you know, and my enthusiasm is for the Appaloosa more than any other breed, but... Um, I board and, and handle other breeds, and I just like the way that the Appaloosa is interested in what it's doing. Now, one of the things we haven't talked about yet, obviously you have the, you have the Native American costumes and, and uh, fringe and things hanging all over these horses, so they have that to get used to. Uh, one of the things we haven't talked about yet is, do you do anything special shoe-wise for, for, for the Rose Parade or any of the parades you do? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, each parade is different that we participate in, and there are shoeing requirements for specifically for the Tournament of Roses. They ask for Borium to be on the shoes or a special rubber shoe. When we go to the orientation, we're given the strict instructions, and then there is um, a, a farrier, an expert farrier, that actually observes all of the groups at the Equest Fest and makes sure that we are prepared and sometimes um, even um, in the formation area, they will spot check the horses to make sure that there's borium, borium nails or borium welded or the special rubber shoes. But horses also can go barefoot. They do have a barefoot waiver. But if we have shoes on, then that's a non-slip type of um, surface. Right. We have to, you know, go down some slicky pavement, down a little hill after the corner of Colorado and, and Orange Grove. 
So they want to make sure that everybody remains safe. That's a big concern by the tournament, and uh, we really appreciate that. So we ask everybody this uh, almost every year. What is it like for you the first time you turned onto Colorado? Well, um, I riding my riding my Appaloosa horse was not the first time necessarily I personally had turned the corner because I've been involved in the parade for over thirty five years. Oh wow! With the Rose Parade floats, but being on the horse was entirely different. It's been a dream come true. Uh, for these three times or two and now this one that we get to participate. But the seeing the excitement on my co-riders' faces was what excited me the most. I kind of knew a little bit about what was coming, but watching them and seeing the crowd and hearing the cheers, it was they were more excited than I was. I was excited on their behalf, not only on my own, for being able to participate in the parade. Wow, cool. And what will you guys do at the uh, at the festival the couple days before on December 29th? Oh, sure. That's the EQuest Fest. Um, yep. Typically, we're a group um, that is not like a drill team. We're not a, we're not a performance-based group, but we have developed a uh, routine to some Native American Indian music um, so that we can perform. And um, it is a little bit of a drill routine, but typically that is not our forte. Our forte is parading straight down the street. We're not like the cowgirl chicks who can do, you know, Roman jumps and everything on their horses. But um, for the Equest Fest, we will have 12 riders and some other dancers um, in our performance pattern. Well, we are so looking forward to seeing you in all of your regalia uh, in, during the parade. We'll be watching, so be sure to wave, okay? Oh, of course. And we, <laughs> we all of our members say, Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Oh, that's my new You favorite. need to write that down there, Helena. Happy you could New use Year. That Have one. an Happy New Year <laughs> and an Happy Christmas. Well, this I... is terrific. Are you excited now? Uh, Helena, oh, always. Been... I, I've been excited for months ever since we received our congratulation invitation. Well, Helena's going to be looking for her invitation next year to bring hers out, okay? Of yeah, course. I'm going to find out. I, we'll, we'll practice. We'll, keep... do, we'll do two circles around the commons here in Little Compton. On oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> you can convince the tournament that we should be in again. I know that the competition to participate in the parade is very tight. Um, and we do apply every year, so um, we'll cross your fingers in that you get to ride with us sometime. I would, I would, <laughs> I'd Except ride my we horse just out talked just to, to get there. We, we, we did just talk about the fact that you, you can't go to the bathroom for like a day um, because you're stuck on the parade route, and that ruled me out, but Helena's still young enough, she could do this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. At least I like to think I am. <laughs> well, young well, or old, been... I, I would say the average member right now riding down in our group is um, between 50 and 60. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so. it is a little bit of an older group. Uh-huh, it is. Yeah. 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 And uh, Well, very good. Well, we'll, we we'll look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much, Leslie, for joining us today. Thank you very much for this opportunity. With Christmas season fast approaching, it's time to start planning a custom gift that will last for many years to come. Visit our friends at ezsignsonline.com and browse their unique website for their many custom sign options and styles. 
With affordable prices for customized signs starting at $39.95, your holiday gift giving just got easier. Their step-by-step online sign ordering process allows you to choose only the sign options you want and see all the pricing up front. From horse farm entrance signs, vinyl banners, magnetic vehicle signs to stall nameplates, and much, much more for every horse owner. They ship to every state in the U.S., so take advantage of an additional 10% off coupon to all Horse Radio Network listeners. Simply mention HRN13 when ordering. That's HRN13. A $75 order minimum for discount. Cannot be combined with other discounts or coupons. Free shipping also applies to most sign orders, so see the website for details. Place your order early to allow plenty of time for Christmas delivery. Check out the website today at ezsignsonline.com. That's ezsignsonline.com or call them at 1-800-640-8180. That's 1-800-640-8180. Well, next up we have a regular guest that joins us all the time, Trish and Sadie. Trish is the mom, Sadie's the child, and I think she had this child riding tricks on horses on p- probably little tiny minis by the time she was about two months old. But, <laughs> but, hey, uh, that's how Gracie started. <laughs> they are with the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, a fantastic organization. Of course, if you watch RFD TV at all, you will see them on there. They have their own TV show on the road, doing rodeos all across the country. They are are a uh, trick riding group, and I did get to meet them at the. I don't for I forget which event it was. It might have been Briarfest or one of those, but it was at the Kentucky Horse Park. I got to meet and hang out with them for a couple of hours, and they're all a lot of fun. The girls are terrific, and got to see them perform in person. And they are just so exciting, and they they are excellent at what they do, and they strive to be excellent at what they do. They're one of the best groups like this in the country, traveling all the time, and a true delight. If you have not heard them on our show before you are you're they're gonna make your day right now howdy everybody i'm bob tallman welcome to fort worth texas now the higher they jump the better they buck the better you ride more money to win it's rodeo time ladies let's ride I will keep on giving, rolling down the road to the next show. It's a big thing, we got the rodeo. They ride bulls and broncs from Fort Worth to Austin. My cowboy friends, yeah, they're awesome. It's where the cowgirl chicks ride for the red, white, and blue. Hey! It's the rodeo show, rodeo show. Come on out to the rodeo. You got your wild, wild west, kick it up, kick dust. with a kick of rock. Yeah, I've been to Nashville and had my knock, so I came home where I belong, back to Texas where my roots are strong. And I admit my heart got broke, so I cowgirled up, had my mind made up. Well, hi, Trish, and welcome back to the show. It's so good to always talk to you around the holidays. 
Thank you so much, and I can't believe it's already here. I know. Right? <laughs> it's been a year since we talked to you last, and you've been on the road a ton this year. Tell us about your 2013. I know. Uh, you know, the rodeo schedule, anybody in the cowboy cowgirl world uh, in the rodeo arena, it's 24-7. Of course, this time is a real busy time. Everybody's headed up to Las Vegas for the NFR. We're flying out tomorrow. Going to be with some great sponsors, uh, great contestants, uh, just some awesome people that make this business, uh, you know, stronger and stronger. We work every weekend. We're on the road. A lot of people don't understand we really don't have any off time because as soon as we get back from Las Vegas, we are headed to the Tournament of Rose Parade in Pasadena, California. And, of course, that's why we have Jan today is to talk a little bit about that, and we're going to get to that. Do you guys actually perform at the uh, National Finals Rodeo in Vegas? Well, we've already sent some trucks and trailers to Las Vegas, so they're ahead of us. And uh, we're not going to be actually performing at the rodeo uh, at the Thomas and Mac, but we're going to be performing at the Mandalay Bay. Um, we've got, you know, a lot of sponsors that are we're so blessed to have throughout the year. We're going to be doing autograph sessions for them, doing demonstrations, letting people come and touch, by, uh, you know, catch the horses. The horses are the backbone of our group um, of this all-American cowgirl chick team, and you know, it's always kind of uh, up in the air who's going to make it, who's going to make cut and who's not the horses are rescue horses so it's a real exciting time for some of these past owners to come by and see what these horses have formed into so uh we're going to be busy but we're going to be having a blast and the rodeo is going to be outstanding this year and i know you guys uh you told me that you had some new girls join the team this year how's that going you know every Spring and fall, we have training for the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, and basically it's to give other girls uh, out there an opportunity to either mount a great mount, uh, you know, improve their horsemanship, get to be on television, get to uh, experience the rodeo way of life, because you know as well as I do, if you own a horse, it's responsibility 24-7. And we travel with 14 to 16 horses up and down the road, and we are our own caretakers, own truck drivers. Uh, We scoop the poop. We do it all. (laughs) We scoop the poop. You don't just look pretty. You walk the walk. You talk the talk and walk the walk. You know, it, it's not all glamorous. It's great. You know, J.W. Stoker, the legendary trick rider, trick rider for our mentor, he says, you always go in there looking great. Uh, you know, look your best. But I'll tell you what, you come out sweaty, you come out tired, uh, and you come out dirty. And if you've done that, then you've done your job and you really tried hard. So a lot of these girls get a, a rude awakening of really what it takes to make it in this business. And that's really kind of my responsibility to keep this new generation uh, on the ball with responsibility and make for sure that technology doesn't take over our brains and you just can't Google something to get out of something. You got to get up, you got to pull your sleeves up, get dirty and make it work. Well, I got to tell you, I, I witnessed that too, Helena, because I met them at the Kentucky Horse Park one time and they were there in all of their their uh, their beautiful outfits cleaning the stalls. So I, I did witness that. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we even had a, you know, where your horse buzzers, where we trimmed the manes and tails, and I think we had our curling, curling irons plugged in right beside that. You did, you actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. you know, you just do what it takes. And, uh, you know, if you're not trying, we want to be realistic. And if you're in the rodeo business, uh, it is a reality of really what it takes. There, you know, there's no scripts. Uh, you're, you're dealing with time bombs, horses, uh, 
you know, they, they can turn. You got to be on your toes and you got to, especially for trick riding. I mean, that's, that's a loss and dying art and uh, it's dangerous. So we, we try to give our best in that leadership. Now you are spending a fair amount of time preparing for one of the biggest events of your year of most people's year actually is, um, the Rose Parade. Oh, man. I wouldn't imagine it, you're doing a whole lot of trick riding when you're actually on the parade route, but what kinds of things um, will you be doing as you're going through the parade this year? You know, mainly just displaying our horses um, and giving them the credit and the spotlight for that day. There's so many people out there that just support this event. And, uh, you know, everybody's at home. All the businesses are closed and everybody's with their family. So what a great opportunity for us to be, uh, you know, with RFD TV. They've got a huge event. And and I want to let y'all know, y'all probably already know about it. It's called The American. It's a $2 million payout. It's going to happen on March 2nd and March 3rd at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Um, so, you know, it, it's, got, it's got everybody talking. Everybody's excited about it. And uh, a lot of these champions are coming out of retirement to compete against each other in this wonderful event. So we're going to be shoulder to shoulder with RFE TV, sporting our red, white, and blue. And uh, we will be doing a little bit of trick riding. You know, when we go down uh, – the parade route, not not a whole lot because it's going to be on concrete. Of course, we've got bands in front of us and, and uh, all the great other floats. But it, it'll be a great event. And we perform at the Equus Fest as well, the L.A. Equestrian Center. So we will be doing our Roman riding and trick riding there. Now, i got to ask you, does it smell as good as it looks at on that parade <laughs> with all the flowers? <laughs> uh, it is absolutely gorgeous. It really is. You have to truly be there in person to see how beautiful it is. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Now, you guys, I remember last year you were standing up. Uh, do you? I, I saw some of the girls, at least that when when they were on TV, they were standing up in the stirrups. Do, do they do that the whole five miles? They do. Oh, they, my they God. Seven and a half miles, three hours. And, you know, like we talked about last year, Glenn, you know, when we go in to the parade to set up, we have to be loaded in on that highway by midnight. So we sleep on the highway in our makeup, uniform. We touch it up at 4 o'clock in the morning, get the horses off the trailers, get them all prepped, and be waiting in line to prance down that row and uh, be proud of what we've accomplished. I got to tell you both something uh, Something that was a chuckle during the... Uh, I was sick on Thanksgiving, so I ended up uh, watching a, the McDonald's parade out of Chicago. Yeah. And they had a lot of horse groups, but there was this wow. emblem they painted on the middle of the road that had the logo of the parade, and it was very colorful. None oh, of the cool. horses would walk over it. They all <laughs> went to the edge of the road. So all of these drill teams and things, the horses would all just separate. They would, they would dance. They would not touch this thing on the road. The carriages all tried to avoid it. I mean, it, oh, was, it turned out to be a chuckle all morning long watching these horses. I don't imagine yours would have a problem. Problem with that? No. Well, you know what? When you're dealing with horses, and we do run every weekend, you think they'd be bombproof, but stuff like that, you never know what's going to make them, you know, flight or, or you know, get nervous. So you have to be on top of your game, even afraid, because all those people are down there on the road, spilling out in the aisles, and you sure don't want to, you know, hurt anybody. But I, I'll tell you what, it, 
it looks pretty, but logically, sometimes you have to think of safety first. And, uh, boy, we've been there. We're still learning. But we never take anything for granted. We don't take our hands off our reins, I can tell you that. We <laughs> 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 don't ever get into a comfort zone. Smart now, move. <laughs> when do you start planning? Obviously, you guys have all kinds of costumes that, that you can you can use for whatever gigs you're, you're riding in. When do you start planning your Rose Parade costume for yourselves and for your horses? Obviously they match, but yeah, the, as soon as we head back to Texas, I'm, you know, going into the office and I'm laying down on paper what we're going to be doing for next year. I, I just live, eat, and breathe trying to come up with something different and creative. And, of course, we'll always be red, white, and blue. But this year we've come up with uh, – we've got Tartar Farm and Ranch that have come out with a peak equipment, ranching equipment, to honor breast cancer survivors. And uh, so this is going to be really, really fun for us and, and honor to display the, the pink and black, to be tough enough to wear pink and uh, to give those people hope that they're tough enough to beat this disease. Oh, cool. So something a little different yeah. this year. Yeah, black and pink. We'll always have our red, white, and blue for our truth. So I've got a lot of girls that are going to be, in, you know, half of us are going to be in black and pink and half of us are going to be in red, white, and blue. How nerve-wracking is it for the new girls who it's their first time, uh, you know, I realize they do events and they do events with large crowds and things in stadiums, but still walking down that parade route with millions of people there is, is a whole different experience. How, you know, how nerve-wracking it is, is that for the new girls? Doing oh, that God. You know, sometimes I have to, I, I'm the nurse, I'm the, you know, counselor, I'm the mom, I'm everything, and I'm the coach on on the road. And uh, to keep all these girls on the same level, and, you know, sometimes it, it's like you're going to throw up before you're going to go out there, because it is not right. You, you, you want to... <laughs> You know, you're going to be on national television. You want to do a great job, and you want to look your best. And not having a whole lot of sleep, that's kind of hard to pull off sometimes. But I had some great girls, and uh, they've just got great hearts. So, uh, you know, sometimes I have to take a chill pill and, and just sit back and breathe a little bit, pad your prayer, go out there. It is what it is, and, and just do our best and hang on. So they're, they're going to have a great experience. A lot of people, you can't explain what it's like to be in the tournament of Rose Parade. It's, it's just unexplainable. So they're going to have the time of their life, I guarantee it. And they're going to be on a great horse. Well, yeah, you don't want to be the one that falls out of, falls off or out of the saddle uh, on national TV. You just don't want to be that one. Uh, uh, That's that, my job. Yeah, that, <laughs> just that get me be, on national TV, yes. and I will be, I'll be the scapegoat for every pro rider out there. <laughs> if, we, if somebody has to take one from the team, I'll do it. I do it anyway. That's right. So just as just throw some sparkles on me. I, I could be like an honorary All American cowgirl chick. Well, Trish, I wanted to tell everybody that we're going to play a beautiful song of yours. You did a holiday song. Uh, you did a version, a cover of Santa Baby, and we're going to play that out of the show today. So we want everybody well, to listen to the very end of the show. You'll hear Trish's version of Santa Baby, which is excellent, by the way, Trish. Thank you so much for playing that. I appreciate that. No problem. Well, now we have to talk to Sadie. We've talked to Sadie almost every year now, so let's let's uh, at least check in with her for a minute or two. You bet. Here she is. Hey, how are y'all? All right. Good how morning. are you? I'm great. I'm great. Now, uh, what's new in your life? Married with 12 kids yet? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that that's a, and that's not a bad thing, but that's not what I'm doing right now. 
Hard to keep her schedule with 12 kids. I know, that's true. 12 horses. <laughs> 12 horses. Well, same thing, 12 horses, 12 well, kids. You, you know. know, I figured with all these hot rodeo guys, one of these years she's just going to be like, oh, I'm married now, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> no, no, that's no. not how it goes. See, clearly he's a horse husband and not a horse person because it just, <laughs> the intensity level of your horsey stuff goes, gets higher. When you get married, you don't stop doing it. You do more of it because exactly. now you have an enabler. They gotta, they gotta love my horses before they love me. <laughs> See, that's the problem, Sadie. There's where we're having. <laughs> See, he calls it a problem. We call it just life. That's true. Yeah, it's that's... Exactly, I agree with you. It's a girl thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How many years will this be for you in the Rose Parade? It'll be it'll be our tenth year, so it'll be my tenth year as well. Wow, you started young, girl. I know. I, Mom, she just threw me up there, and we just kept on riding. You know, I, I haven't quit since. You had to be one of the youngest riders ever in the Rose Parade back 10 years ago. Yes, sir. And then my little sister actually beat me on that one because she came in a couple years later. So she, <laughs> I set the bar, well, then she set it a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sadie, do you still do, enjoy doing this? you still enjoy doing the trick riding and everything? Yes, sir. And I don't think there will be a day that I won't. There, I mean, we've been home, and, of course, we're getting ready for the NFR, and we're getting ready for Rose Bowl, and then right after that's the American. But and So these are kind of like our lull times, and you're sitting at home, and I saw Mom the other day. We were driving home from work. I said, I'm just ready to go back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and she said, well, it's only been about a week, maybe two. And I said, yeah, exactly. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to get back out there. Now, do you still get, with, with, for doing this as long as you have and for loving it as much as you do, do you still get nervous before you go on? No, definitely. And the moment that I won't get nervous is probably a bad thing. <laughs> you got to be a little bit of nervous. You never know what the horses are going to do. You never know how it's going to work out, if they're going to get spooked or shy from something. And horses are just like us. I have my bad days. They have their bad days as well. And, you know, and it's funny. Horses know they're so smart. You know, they they know when the big show is. And uh, they get nervous, too. They They get antsy in the back and... Uh, they want to do a good job for you, and they're ready to get their treats in the back of the trailer. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it, I still get nervous every time. Rose Parade, most definitely, just because it's it's just such a it's an awesome feeling. And once you hit down Colorado Boulevard, it's something you can't explain. And uh, every, it's it's a different experience because you see more people, or you see something new, and you've got one of those things that blimps up above your heads. And I mean, they've got everything you can look at and hot dogs and coffee. And now it's, just, it's a great thing. And then you know, obviously all the football fans. It's really humbling too. I know sometimes when we're out fox hunting and the field comes upon a paved road and we all come out of the woods and you hear, you know, the, the hoofbeats hitting the pavement and you feel like you're part of this big parade and they're right. You know, there's spectators. There are a lot of people, maybe obviously not the millions like you guys have, but, you know, you got people out watching and you feel so humbled to be a part of this group of special horses and riders and all the work that goes into it. It's exactly. it's like and exhilarating that's, that's and incredibly humbling at the same time. No, yes, it is. And that's what people, you know, like or the new girls or anybody that comes up here and asks, you know, how does it feel? And that's that's about the best that I can explain it, just how you did. It is the most humbling experience. And you, there's no words to ex, 
explain or express at all when you come down Colorado Boulevard because of that reason. You see people, but most of all, you see your horses sitting there, and they've worked so hard all year long. This is a time for them to be, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Not not just a representation of just our Western heritage, but they're they're representing what they what they've put their whole heart and effort through this whole year. And it's not about the cowgirl chicks. I mean, yes, we've made it far, but we would not be here if it wasn't for these animals. And they've this is their time to shine. This is our our time for our horses to shine. Yeah, I, I bet you get a little choked up as you come around that corner. Oh, yes. And especially when you're waiting in line, because you've got the, you know, they do the floats and the bands, and then we're in a separate line. We're in the equestrian line, and they kind of spill us all in at one time. And you see some of these floats up there that, you know, they're absolutely beautiful. Everything is completely natural. There's so much work that goes into the Tournament of Rose Parade that nobody knows. They start January, February, making just the design, and then they go into doing this. I mean, they have all the the every T is crossed and every I is dotted and it's just it's amazing and you see all the floats and you see all their preparation and you look at yours and it's just being a part of something so big and so wonderful with those people and to be at that at that level with those people it is a humbling experience it's a very it's a privilege to be a part of not to mention the 50 million people watching at home so that don't remind me that's I'm always afraid I got a bug in my teeth or something. They got some high definition cameras. I'm not used to that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll make sure to watch for that when you go by. Oh, no, okay? no, so, just don't look. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sadie. Tell your mom. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again this year, and best of luck at the NFR and the Rose Parade. Rose Parade. We'll wave to you, okay? Well, thank you, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll update you on everything we got. It's at Cowgirl Chicks, and be ready for the American coming soon in 2014. And you guys still on RFD as well? We sure are, uh, every Tuesday night at 8.30. All right, cowgirlchicks.com is where you can find their schedule for everything they do, and you can see all of their pretty pictures. Yes, sir. Well, thank you very much for Thank you, guys. Us. Thanks to both of you. Bye-bye. We'll wait Bye-bye. Okay, yeah, do that. Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, as did I promise, right? Did they not make your day when they come on? They're just so uplifting. (laughs) It's true. I, I know. I think, oh, yeah, how much more can we know, seriously, about the Rose Parade? And every year they do it to me. I get so excited, so inspired. Yes, and they, they, are, they are that way in person, and they're as bubbly and fun all the time. They're just like that. They've got that high-energy show, and they bring that all the time. But it's uh, not so too it's much. Fun. It's not an overwhelming. No, it's very Southern sweet, too. You know? Type of energy. Yeah. They, it's the kind that pulls you in. It doesn't intimidate yep. you. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I, the way they hang under the horses sometimes going about 90 miles an hour intimidates me a little. Um, so I have to be honest. <laughs> oh, come on, Glenn. Get over yourself. You can do it. No, no. And nor a am little, I going to try. Ma- you know what the secret is? I'll tell you right now. The secret? Glitter. <laughs> Glitter That's has it? magic powers. Oh, Okay. That's yeah, good try to know. It. It's try good it. to know. Just walk yeah. around your house, you know, put your pajamas on, sprinkle a little glitter somewhere. I think a, good, just... a guy named Walt made a lot of money saying that, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Yes. You think I kid. <laughs> well, we uh, we had an opportunity. I just wanted to mention this before we go. We had an opportunity last week to go catch uh, Hunger Games, Catching Fire, oh. and to see the horses in there. And uh, I don't know if we talked, did we talk about it on this show? The fact that one of the hosts of the Horse Radio Network was in that movie. No, who was in it? 
Uh, Dr. Wendy Ying of the Driving Radio Show drove the chariot that carried Katniss uh, during the one scene in the movie. Get out of here! No, she was involved. They were up there in Atlanta for about three weeks during the filming of the movie. And her and a bunch of the people we know from the driving radio show actually were the drivers. And the chariots were fairly large. But what they had to do is bend down in the nose of the chariot. And they had this little slit to look out of. And the reins actually went through the bottom of the chariot. Because the way it's filmed in the movie, the chariots are not, the horses are not being driven by anything. They actually CGI the reins out. So there are no reins, and uh, they're just driving themselves in in the movie. And then, you know, the celebrities or, you know, the contestants for the Hunger Games are just standing in the chariots. Uh, So she was actually in the chariot with Jennifer Lawrence um, and got to meet her and spend some time with uh, the stars of the movie and was crunched down in the chariot, driving the horses. And all they could see was a tiny little slit, and they were driving a pair of Frisian horses, each one of them, each of the six chariots had a pair of Frisian horses. So she said it was very difficult. She said they had, they had to be in that position for hours. Oh, boy, I bet. Yeah, so she said, she, and she said she just couldn't see anything. She said, thankfully, the Kat, Katniss and uh, Peta were the two characters that were in the chariot with her. She had the two main ones. Um, and she said they were, they were actually telling her where to turn and stuff because they couldn't see while driving down there. Um, she said, so it was very interesting because all they could really see was the horse's legs. <laughs> I was going to say, that's right. Yeah. You know, challenges right up Wendy's alley. Yeah. That's but, they, but they had fun doing it and it was so much fun. I actually got to see her boyfriend was uh, an extra in the movie. <gasps> so we got to see him a little bit. Um, so we had, uh, so that was kind of fun too. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. I want to be in a movie with horses. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to talk all about that on the driving radio show this week. So if you haven't, uh, she's going to have a couple of the other people that were in the movie on the show. Uh, they weren't allowed to talk about it. They were signed to secrecy uh, before the movie came out. Okay. But uh, And it, by the way, uh, a quick movie review. Jennifer and I loved it. It was an excellent movie. Much better than the first one, actually. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you're, you know, if, if it's a disturbing story, the whole pro- plot line, the whole, the books were disturbing, you know, the concept is disturbing. Um, so if you get by that and you're okay with that, the mo- this second movie was absolutely excellent. Kept you going for two and a half hours on the edge of your seat. Uh, I, I know nothing of the series. The books are uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about it. Well, if you get a chance to get caught up, it was uh, it, it gets an A from us. Oh, okay. So, yep. And good entertainment. You're yeah, yeah. But uh, again, the plot line's kind of disturbing. It's kids killing each other. So you know. Mm, <laughs> yeah, not really a big fan of that. <laughs> no, I mean you have to be willing to accept that uh, that fact. But it made a bazillion dollars over the weekend. It's so funny what people find. What they're attracted to. I, it, it really did. I mean, it made uh, it made like $160 million the first weekend and then just keeps making a ton of money. It, it's, it's a very well-done movie. The movie itself is very well done. You could tell they spent a lot of money making this movie. And it's all because Wendy was in it. So Of course. We well, when, okay, Wendy, if you're listening, and you should be because it's the Stables Kids show. <laughs> Wendy, go make a movie. I think we should make a movie like called The Ying Chronicles. There she's you always go. on some she kind could. of cool adventure. She could, actually. She could right? do it. And she's yeah. cute. She's like, probably looks great in front of a camera. 
Yes. <laughs> she, she, can, t- she can be like the new contemporary version of all creatures great and small. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up. That's about it for this week. That's about it. But there's going to be more because there always is with Stable Scoop. Until then, happy scooping. Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 64 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun I missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be oh so good. If you check off my Christmas list, ba-doo-be-doo, Santa, honey, I want a yacht, and really that's not a lot. I've been an angel all year, Santa, baby, hurry down my chimney tonight. thing I really do need the deed to a platinum mine Santa cutie hurry down my chimney tonight Santa baby and fill my stockings with a duplex and checks sign your ex on the line Santa baby and hurry down the chimney tonight tree with some decorations bought at Tiffany's. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Ba-doo-be-doo, Santa baby. Forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. I don't mean a phone. Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. What are you waiting on, cowboy?